Well, it's getting closer and closer to Christmas, and I hope you're getting more and more excited about worshiping with us on Christmas Eve. Our two services, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, the last less than an hour, no child care, beautiful traditional services. Christmas Day, Sunday, we'll have one service, no child care, no life groups, but a worship service at 11 o'clock, and it'll last 60 minutes or less as well. I hope you'll be here, invite people to come with you. And if you picked up those invite cards on a recent Sunday at church, use those to invite someone to come with you to either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or, or both. Now today in our Bible reading plan, we are in chapter 16 of Revelation, which describes in detail what we briefly saw in chapter 15 with the angels and the seven, the plagues or the seven bowls of wrath. That, that is described to us in detail here. And what we have with these bowls of wrath is a very graphic depiction, description of God's final judgment upon Humanity And in the Bible, both the Old and New Testament, um, catastrophic phenomenon within the universe, within nature, uh, within the heavens, upon the planet, are used to depict the, 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 the intensity and the severity of, uh, of God's judgment. Um, and, 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 and so while those are graphic descriptions, it doesn't mean that all of those physical things will literally happen. It's just this powerful, profound depiction of the severe nature of God's judgment upon the sinful world and sinful uh, humanity. Now, <clears throat> toward the end of the chapter, starting at verse 17, we have the seventh bowl. There are seven bowls of wrath. The seventh bowl of wrath, when it's poured out, describes briefly in chapter Chapter 16, and verses 12 through 21, briefly describes the destruction of Rome. Then, and of all evil cities and empires and forces and, 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 and entities or whatever in human history. In chapter 17, there is a detailed description of the destruction of Rome. So just like 15 set up chapter 16, the end of chapter 16 sets up chapter 17. Now, what spoke to me devotionally in chapter 16 or verses 5 through 11. So let's read those and talk about it just a little bit. Starting at verse 5. He says, And, and I, heard an, I heard the angel of the water saying, Righteous are you who are and who were a holy one because you judged these things. God, you're the one who was and is. You're the eternal one and you are righteous when you judge. In other words, God's judgment is always righteous. And in verse 7, he adds, I heard the altar saying, Yes, O Lord God, the Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. So when God judges humanity, when God judges an individual, he's, he is not corrupt, dishonest, doing something that is, that is wrong. His judgments are righteous always. Now, in verse 6, for they, his, for, for they, the, 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 this sinful humanity, and, and, and in particular Rome at that time, but all of sinful humanity and, and its systems and nations, they poured out the blood of the saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink. They deserve it. He's saying, he's saying that just as these evil empires and dictators and systems persecuted and at times executed and martyred people who loved Jesus, who served God and shed their blood. Uh, 
they're going to be judged severely. They, they, they are going to experience something similar uh, from the hand of God as the wrath of God. In verse, uh, verse 9, he said, Men were scorched with fierce heat. The, just a picture of the judgment of God. And how did they respond? Not in repentance. They responded in verse 9. He says, says they blasphemed the name of God who has the power over these plagues. And they did not repent so as to give him glory. I mean, there are critics of the Bible and of Christianity and of, of, of God and of faith today who they'll hurl abuse at God. Oh, he's just a vengeful guy who wants everybody to be under his thumb. Humanity's core problem, humanity's core sin is arrogance. We don't want to see ourselves as one who is created and therefore submissive to our creator. We want to be the Lord of our own destiny. And all right, maybe there's a God, but we deserve that God to do nothing but good for us because we've not done anything evil or bad. We deserve heaven. And when God judges, we shake our fist and we blaspheme. How dare God do that? That's, that's humanity. And so when you're witnessing to people or you're talking with people and, and they react negatively to the idea that they're accountable to God, well, God said that's how many of them would be. It's not surprising. And they wouldn't repent. Verse 11, and they blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores and they did not repent of their deeds. Twice, he tells us, they blasphemed God, they cursed God, they blamed God. And God was just trying to get them to repent so everything could be okay with them, but they would not. They would not. They would not repent. Um, so the takeaway is the judgment of God is always righteous, and we always deserve it. That's why, as I said yesterday, I'm so thankful for Jesus that he took that upon himself so I wouldn't have to experience it. But if I'm going to have Jesus in my life, there has to be genuine repentance in my life. And genuine, genuine repentance is more than just saying, well, God, I'm sorry. When there's genuine repentance, there's a brokenness. There's a humility. There's, there's a willingness to accept the discipline of God. There's, a, there's no making excuses. There's no, no arguing. There's just God, yes, I was wrong and I sinned and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry I did that to that person or hurt that God. I No excuses, God, I'm broken. And in our culture, just because we think everybody is going to heaven, and in our culture, it shows up that we have this easy repentance. Yeah, well, I got caught. I'm sorry. Let's go, let me go right back to doing what I was. No, no, no. God's righteous, and he knows everything. And, and you, don't, you don't fool God. Nobody deceives God. And I would suggest, as we approach Christmas this weekend, just like yesterday, we're so thankful for, the, for, for Jesus saving us from the wrath of God. Today, I would encourage you, 
if there's things in your life that you 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 know are wrong and sinful, that I encourage you to gen, genuinely repent, to have a brokenness before God. Get ready for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day by getting on your face before God this day and genuinely repent with brokenness for any sin in your life. Well, um, tomorrow we'll look at chapter 17, which in detail describes what is briefly described starting at verse 17 of chapter 16. So tomorrow we'll look at 17 and the destruction, the judgment of Rome. So in chapter 16, most of it is just God's wrath on humanity. Now we're going to look at God's wrath on Rome in particular. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.